it's me once again, yours truly, um, coming to you with another quick, uh, shareable moment. Hopefully this time it'll be quick. Um, so to kind of pick up where I left off at in my childhood, um, I started high school when I was 13 years old, um, 1991, Oliver High School, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And I remember walking into that, that school and I'm seeing all these people, you know, with all the, the latest, you know, clothes and hairstyles and, you know, transitioning from middle school was the beast because there's a part of me that was, hey, I'm 13. Technically, I'm not even supposed to be there, but, you know, I was able to go up another grade uh, when I was in elementary school. But anyway, so... I'm walking into this building and, you know, get my schedule, got to go to all these different classes and everything like that. And I made, like I normally do, you know, I'm myself. So it was always easy for me to make friends. But one thing about high school, which everybody knows that there's always cliques, groups of people. But the thing about my high school was this. Everybody knew each other in a sense. The nerds knew the jocks. The jocks knew uh, the people in the band. The band knew the ROTC clique. The ROTC clique knew the law school. Like, everybody knew each other. And everybody, you know, were, well, for me, everybody got along. I mean, of course, you had people that didn't like each other. That's normal. But it wasn't no thing where... Well, if I'm your friend, you can't be her friend or his friend because I don't like them. Nah, it was none of that. If you had beef with somebody, that's your beef. You know, there wasn't no pick sides. And one thing about the people that I knew and the people that I was friends with, they never tried to sway me to do anything I didn't want to do. I mean, yeah, the introductions was there, you know, but like I said in an earlier podcast, I was exposed to stuff at an early age, you know, so smoking weed, getting drunk, you know, having sex, none of that was, was new to me, but, uh, I'll never forget, sometime, I think it was around the second or third semester of high school, my freshman year, there was this boy who actually liked me, and I did. I seen one, <laughs> seen him one time, and I was like interested. No, I was nowhere near interested in this dude. But he was putting notes in my lockers and you know giving me balloons and stuff and just showing up. So I didn't want to be mean to him. I was being nice to him. You know, I never said I was gonna go out with him, but I didn't really have a boyfriend. You know, ninth grade. It, it is what it is. I, I wasn't, I mean, granted, yeah, I, I had a couple of guys that I liked, and they were all upperclassmen. But they wasn't going to take no interest in me. Come on. 13, 14-year-old girl, 5'8", 100 pounds soaking wet. What's some dude going to want with me, right? So I stayed in my lane, and, you know, like I said, I befriended a lot of people. But... I couldn't really do what I wanted to do because by the time I got out of school, I had to go straight home. 
And my high school was on the north side. And at this point, I had to move back with my mother on the south side. And she was staying uh, in her boyfriend's mother's house. So it was me, her, and now I had another little brother at the time. So it was me, her, and two younger brothers. And, you know, we stand with their dad's family. And, um, you know, I went home and back to boring land, you know. Um, did my homework you know, did the stuff I needed to do around the house, and that was it. Um, there were a couple of times when I was able to have uh, a couple of my girlfriends over, you know, that I met through high school, and it was cool. But at that point, you know, my mom started allowing me to uh, hang out with, with these girls after school sometimes, and most of my friends were on the north side. So... You know, there were times I would hang out with my one friend. Uh, we became best friends. And my ninth grade year, you know, spent a lot of a lot of time, um, you know, with her and just some other people from school because I didn't want to go home. But, you know, 80% of the time I had to go home, but the times when I didn't, you know, I was having sleepovers or going wherever. And sometimes I would babysit for one of my cousins um, on the weekends. I love that you know, earn a couple of dollars here and there and I get to get away, I was cool. But um, I'll never forget, it was actually the year before I started high school. Um, one of my younger cousins, she was murdered and it was around Thanksgiving time. And I hadn't seen my father in about six years. So I remember he came over you know, I got wind of I got wind of my my cousin's murder, and um, you know she was seven years old. You know, that was my little cousin, and I was emotional because I hadn't seen her since she was a baby. Like I had I hadn't seen her, and I've you know I will always ask my mom like you know when can I go see you know my aunts and when can I see my cousins and, and I'm talking about on my dad's side you know, and it was. Well, if he really wanted to spend time with you, they know how to call you. They don't never do this and they don't never do that. I didn't know what was going on, you know, between her and them. I didn't understand none of that. I was a kid. I just wanted to see my aunts and my cousins. Notice how I left out my dad because I was still scared of my father. But anyway, so like I said, it was about the year before I started high school and my cousin was murdered and my dad came over to the house where I was staying at with my mom and, 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 and her boyfriend and his family. And he shows up and uh, he brings this girl, with, this other little girl with him. Little do I know this other girl who's a little bit older than me, she's my older sister. So, you know, he introduced or whatever and it's like, you, you coming with me. And at the time I'm like, well, okay. And I wasn't as afraid of him as I used to be when I was younger. So for the first time in six years, I see, you know, my aunts, my cousins, I saw my grandmother, my uncles, you know, and it was just wonderful because I missed them so much. And even though it was a sad occasion, especially around the holiday, um, just me being with them was cool. But, uh, I remember at that point, I knew I had to grow up real soon. 
didn't know why I didn't know how, but I just know I did. So bringing that back to high school, uh, get to high school, and you know, like I said, all of this stuff was going on with, you know, me seeing all these people and and everything like that. Well, anyway, I had when I tell you I had basic clothes, I had basic clothes, like. I barely had name brand shoes. I don't even know where I got them from. All I know is I had them. And I would have to rotate five outfits. Like, I would have to rotate five pair of pants and about six or seven shirts. And I had to rotate those every week. I had to mix it up, like, mix the shirt with these pair of pants or whatever like that. I had to constantly mix up because, you know, even though we were staying with my boyfriend's, uh, well, not my boyfriend, but my mother's boyfriend's family, um she wasn't working if she was working it was nothing at all where it was enough to get me the things that I needed along with taking care of two babies I mean I don't fully know that whole situation with them and and you know what happened and whatever all I know is we were living in a house on the south side in a little well-to-do area it was called Bonaire it was like a little um Maybe a little suburb within the city, kind of hard to, but anyway. Um, we get there, and uh, I was tripping in my head. I'm like, dang, you know, I got these clothes. You know, all my other friends got this, and they got that. So yeah, it was, it was kind of hard for me in that in that sense. But the girls that I had as my friends, and the, and, the, and the guys that I had as friends, they didn't look at me like that. If they talked about me. They had to talk about me behind my back, but they never talked about me in front of my face, but we always came together and had fun. All right. So that's the little synopsis of my high school ninth grade year. But getting back to this boy, it was around the end of the school year. Summertime was coming up. And, you know, I'm like, all right, well, all right, I'll, I'll date you. You know, I have turned 14. <laughs> This boy was already 16 years old, I think. And um, I didn't like him. But I just told him I would just so that he could leave me alone, not knowing the whole boyfriend-girlfriend dynamic relationship. I mean, you know, come on, middle school, go with somebody, and it lasts all a good three, four days, a hot week. You know, you got girls fighting over boys and all that other dumb stuff, you know, kid stuff. Well, anyway, I remember I had my friend call him see this is before we had the cell phone stuff I had him call on three-way I muted my my end and I left it muted and she told him on the phone she's like hey uh Shayla don't want to date she don't want to be with you she's breaking up with you and he's on the other end what are you talking about where where is she at she's like well I don't know but she don't want to be with you and so she clicked and I clicked and I'm down at one of my cousin's house on the north side it's on Bright Ridge and that's when I was talking to my friend. And I was supposed to go and meet her and get up with her. But what I didn't know or what I failed to remember was that dude was friends with some of my friends. And, you know, sometimes word travel fast. Hey, you seen Shayla? Oh, yeah, she's down at down her cousin's house. So there's one dude... Uh, Al, may he rest in peace. Um, I remember I looked out the window of my cousin's house and I seen old boy 
um, a homie that passed and somebody else, and they walking down the street because Al was the only one that knew where I was at. He knew where my cousin was at. And looking out this window, I'm like, oh, crap. So my cousin's boyfriend was there, and I'm ducking, and I'm hiding. He's like, what's going on? And I told him, I said, if they ask for me, I'm not here. So lo and behold, 10 seconds later, doorbell rang. My cousin's boyfriend looked out the window. He's like, what's up? He's like, is Shayla down here? He was like, no, she ain't here. And I'm looking out the curtain, and they walk off. And I'm thinking, dang, man, how am I going to get out the house? Because I don't know where they walked off to. All I know is they went around the corner. So I'm sitting there, you know, then I'm like, well, shoot. I'll just play my cousin Nintendo. So I'm sitting there playing a video game or whatever. And a couple hours later, because I didn't know, hey, time was going by fast. And See, one thing about my family is if the kids was cool, you know, kids could stay in the house as long as they were safe. If that was a safe place, then that's where they were. Um, and this was on my mama's side of the family. So let me let me clarify something. If I say north side, most of the time, 90% of the time, I'm talking about my mama's family. All my mama's family's on the north side and in the hill district. My dad's side of the family, they mainly resided on the east side. Um, Homewood, um, East Liberty, Rankin, uh, Brad, like they were all over there. Um, so anyway, back to the north side thing. Um, all I know is I, I just didn't like that dude. Little did I know that was not going to be the only time that I've had somebody come at me, you know, like showing interest in me or whatever. And the funny thing is, it was always a guy that I never looked at. Like, I never had an interest in. Um, 10th grade, you know, it was the same thing. Um, same boy kept coming at me, though. You know, he was a junior at that time. And I rejected him again. But then it was this other guy. You know, he was like, hey, you know, I like you, whatever like that. And he, you know, asked to date me. And I was cool. He wasn't a bad-looking dude. But, um... It... <laughs> with his situation I have to talk about that later but I mean you know we went to the movies um you know I used to go visit him see him and his mom and his brother over on the west side and that area talk about south central Westgate was no joke that place was violent but I went over there like it was no problem um he only came to to where I stayed at once and that that next year, my 10th grade year, uh, when I started dating him, um, I lived in this uh, in that little two-bedroom with my mama on uh, Margaret Street over on Mount Olive on the south side. So we weren't too far from her boyfriend's family, whatever. But he only came over there one time. And that was because my mom and her boyfriend at the time, you know, they, they weren't too keen on me having male company <sighs> it is what it is but that was the only time he came I mean, he was respectable you know they were nice to him or whatever like that you know but after that he never came back so the only time I would see him is you know if we was going to the movies uh you know if I went over you know to chill with him or we was at school or whatever and um 
at that time I was still a virgin I'm just going to straighten and, and put that out there 15 years old I was still a virgin so it was the same stuff you know like I said I was exposed to sexual encounters anyway so with him it was all the kissing and the groping and all that other stuff but we ain't never did nothing so I don't know what happened but we we just hit we hit a patch we we hit somewhere where either I pissed him off or he pissed me off and something happened and next thing I know we broke up and, and I'm like man whatever it's cool you know I didn't sweat it. There was no sweat off of my shoulder, no sweat from my brow. I didn't care because I was going to do me regardless. But, man, I, it was like all my crushes were upperclassmen. Um, I can't say their names, but I used to really, really be crushing on these dudes. But the thing about me with guys was this. Because of my male cousins that I grew up with, and around this time I started talking to my older brother, well, my oldest brother, because I don't know the other brothers I have. I only know him, uh, my dad's son. And I started talking to him a little bit more. And, you know, it wasn't as often, but I still talked to him. Um, and, you know, being around my male cousins on both my mom's side and my dad's side, and listen to how my uncles did the women listen to how my, my boy cousins you know how they just objectified females and you know everything was man you know she gotta have a big ass and you know she gotta do this and oh uh, man you know she look good her clothes is this and you know she got big ass titties and this this that and the third and at 14 15 I didn't have none of that I was a very late bloomer like 15 years old, I had barely made it to like 110 pounds. And skinny as a bean pole, still no ass, no, no nothing. Like nothing. I had little little sprouts, you know, but that was about it. And a lot of my other girlfriends, you know, by the time they was 15, they they was already screwing, you know? And in, in a way, you know, it kind of made me want to, but I was scared. And I was like, well, hell, I, you know, I know what to do from what I've seen and what I heard. So I know it can't be like that, but you know, it was all like that. Because like I said, my brothers, my cousins, my uncles, and even my dad, the way that they talked about women and treated women, not all of them were bad. Let me get that straight. But the way that they looked at women, it made me think about how guys look at me. And the way that they talked to, to girls, you know, some of them were cool and some of them would talk to females like they weren't a damn human being. And some of my, you know, some of my guy cousins, you know, some of them was already having kids and whatever. But... I started hanging out with my dad just a little bit more and I saw how he treated women. I found out that later on sometime that he had, uh, that he hit my grandmother, uh, his mom. And I learned a lot of ugliness about some of the things that he did to women. And it made me understand, you know, a little bit more how come him and my mother didn't get along. 
um it was just crazy just to sit back and watch the stuff and listen and it was like my dad my uncles you know on 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 that side of the family they didn't have a problem putting their hands on women that was like breathing to them and some of my other cousins they you know they they would cheat on girls and it was just horrible so for me I didn't have the blueprint that I needed as far as a male figure that could actually treat a female right like what was I supposed to do except constantly here you don't need to be dating you don't need no boyfriend you don't need this don't be doing that don't be doing this don't be doing that and I heard this on both sides of the family and then it was out of out of nowhere um I went to I went to a dance, a homecoming dance. And I'll never forget. It was a guy there that I liked a lot. And I just at, got up the nerve to ask him to dance. And it was cool. But all that all the grinding and everything that was going on with the dance. Now, granted, I'm a hell of a dancer. Well, I can't say now, but I used to be a hell of a dancer doing everything. And I went right along with it. And then I started getting all these feelings and stuff, you know. And I was like, well, dang. I wonder if. I wonder if I'm ready. Is this it? And uh, I backed away from that thought. Backed away from him. And just kept on going with the dance. But the thing about my high school, man, we had around that time there was so many gang activities going on, it wasn't even funny. And my high school was directly across the street from a graveyard, surrounded by a graveyard. <laughs> oh man. And uh it was crazy. You just never knew if your friends was going to make it to school, if your friends was going to get shot, um, if they would survive after getting shot. You know, we had the metal detectors up. I mean, it was it was rough. My band teacher fought one of the students, you know, one of the students tried him, but the band teacher, she, I mean, he, can, <laughs> he kicked dudes behind. I had a lot of good memories in high school. And... I was just as cool with a lot of the guys that I was with the girls. And the thing with me, that I didn't know, I didn't know a lot of people knew me. You know, I mean, we all spoke to each other, but it was kind of, it was kind of interesting when people, they knew who you were and they would speak to you. And I'm like, dang, I didn't even know, I didn't even know I existed to you. But my high school family, it was a good family all grades we all got along it didn't matter if you were a junior senior freshman sophomore we all got along um one day junior year the guy that I really didn't like back in ninth grade he was a senior he asked me to go uh, to go you know homecoming with him okay I went to homecoming with him he asked me to date him. I'm telling y'all, I did not like this dude. I swear I didn't. But I went along with it. I'm like, well, the guys that I like don't like me, so I might as well, you know. But 
I didn't want the whole relationship broadcasted the way it was. I mean, you know, there was other guys that my one friend always laughed at everything. He was like, man, he done wrote, wrote y'all's name in the bathroom with a big heart around it. I'm like, oh gosh, this is horrible. He should, like I said, he would show up to my classroom, bring me stuff, whatever. That was the joke of the day. Here comes Shayla's man. Here he come. Um, <laughs> we went to the homecoming, we went to the prom. And he was a very, very nice dude. And the thing with me is I liked him as my friend, but I could never, ever bring myself to tell him I didn't like him in the way that he liked me. And it was a relief for me when he graduated high school because I I was like, shoot, I'm done with him. I ain't got to see him no more. And um, that was the furthest thing from his mind because when I started my senior year, he showed up. Like, hey, I just want to see how I was going. I'm like, dude, ain't you supposed to be off in college? Why are you here? And I had to tell him then, like, look, man, I, I can't I can't date you. I don't want to date you. You know, you in college, I'm in high school. You know, it is what it is. We just, we're just going to let it be. Just leave it be. So when he finally accepted the breakup, I was like, I'm just going to join my senior year. Um... I was in RTC 9th through 11th grade, decided not to sign up my senior year. Um, I was in a band as a pom-pom girl from, you know, like 10th and 11th grade. Did that. Decided not to do it my senior year. My senior year, I, I was slacking off a little bit. Like, academically, I kept it moving. But everything else around me, I wanted to do. Like, I got tired of being at home again with my mother. And from ninth grade, it was like every six months to a year, we were moving constantly. You know, there was no stability at all. And there was still drug use going on in the house. It was still a bunch of dysfunction. So my senior year of high school, I ended up staying with my grandmother, my mom's mom, again. At this time, my mom had left Pittsburgh. I don't know where she went, but she was off with... uh, with with her son's father and you know she's living her life so I'm I'm continuing doing what I gotta do with my grandmother you know followed her rules it was very simple go to school do your work do your after school job come home if you're going somewhere let me know where you're at call me when you get there let me know when you're on your way real simple back in 94 95 it was a year that I really grew up and I'm saying that because I really had almost no supervision at all. But I was trusted to do the right thing. And I did the right thing. I kept my grades up, you know, stayed out of trouble. Well, I never really got in trouble, but stayed out of trouble and adhered to the rules that my grandmother had. And, um, but the thing with me is, I was 16 years old now I was starting to get some feelings coming in you know like I wanted a steady boyfriend because all my other friends had steady boyfriends you know um, it was a norm to see some of my friends have kids or some of the girls I knew that had babies you know some of my female older cousins they didn't already have babies by then um Everybody constantly talking about sex and what they did and how this felt and whatever. And, and here I am. I still ain't do none of that yet. I had some of them believing that I did before then, but I didn't. So 
I dated a guy for a short period of time and uh, it didn't work because he was pressuring me just a little bit too much and I didn't like that pressure. But January 1995, a little over a month before my 17th birthday, I wasn't even dating this dude. But uh, I remember we had a half a day of school and I'm staying with my grandmother now. And he's lived on the south side. And went to his house with him. And there was two other boys there. And this is in my book. The very first book. And I'm just thinking we're going to chill. Because me and this dude's known each other since we were like 11, 12 years old. Goofing out playing around in the street on the north side. And uh, get to his house... You know, we all laughing, watching TV, whatever. And see, me, I was comfortable with hanging out with boys because I grew up with a lot of a lot of my male cousins. And I was with them all the time. So for me, I'm hearing, I remember all the stuff that I heard them say and everything like that, you know. And um, for me, I always wore baggy clothes because I was so skinny. I didn't want nobody to see exactly how skinny I was. Um... So for me, at that day, January 1995, we chilling or whatever, and then it's my boy, he was my friend, and he's like, you want something to drink or whatever? He's like, I'm sorry, I was being rude. I'm like, yeah, you know, so we go upstairs, and he's getting, get me something to drink. He's like, come upstairs with me right quick, you know, tell me what you want. So that was always normal. Like we, that's how we rolled. Like we was always, we was always cool like that. And get upstairs. We're talking in the kitchen. He's like, "So, what you doing when you leave?" I said, "I'm going home. You know, I got some homework and stuff to do. Chill out. You know, before the next, uh, the next midterm test tomorrow. Why?" He's like, "Well, why don't you just chill with me for a minute uh, before you go?" And I said, "Well." What about uh, your cousin and, and old boy downstairs? It's like, man, they, they downstairs chilling. They ain't going to even know we gone. It's like, for real, just, just come with me right quick. I said, come with you where? We already upstairs. It's like, no, come up to my room. I said, what are you trying to do? He's like, you know what I'm trying to do. And the crazy part was, I liked him. And I've always liked him. But I never told him. So, for me, I I made it up in my head. I'm like, yeah, he's going to be the one. He's going to be the one that I gave my virginity to. So, we go all the way up on the third floor in his room. His room was decked out, you know, and he already had music playing. I guess he never turned it off, but I remember seeing his room and everything like that, you know. And, you know, he was like, well... What you waiting on? I never told him I was a virgin. Never told him. And I said, well, what do you want me to do? And so he started peeling off his clothes real slow, like. And he was like, well, just come lay down with me. We ain't got to do nothing. He said, but you can't get my bed with your clothes on. Because I don't want the outside clothes in my bed. <sighs> yeah. I said, all right. So take my shirt off my pants off shoes whatever and we just cuddled up next to each other and we talking 
laying in this bed. He got on his bosses, and I had on my bra and my underwear. We just laying there talking. And, you know, one thing leads to another with the touching and kissing and stuff like that. And with him, it was the first time I actually saw what I saw from a male. It was the first time I saw an erection. The thing that I saw when I was 11 years old, that was just on TV, that that blew me out because I never knew, you know, they would look like that. Now, I changed my younger brother's diapers. That was one thing because he was a baby. But I never knew, you know what I mean? Well, you know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> but I'll never forget that day. I was in so much pain. That was the worst experience of my life. It felt like it felt like my skin was being ripped from my area. And it took the longest time to break my hymen. But I wanted it. Even though I was in pain, I was tensing up. You know, he kept saying, relax, just, just relax, just relax. And not the whole time. I never, I never told him that was my first time. So he finally breaks the hymen, it penetrates or whatever. And I'm like, what the hell? What the hell? You know, I feel him moving and I see him moving. And I'm like, what am I supposed to be feeling? What am I supposed to look for? I'm 16 years old. Now he had on a condom. I'll give you that. And we wasn't doing nothing without it. But after about a couple minutes, I was like, you got to stop. And he was like, are you serious? I said, yeah, you got to stop. So we get up. Well, he gets up and was like, man, I, I ain't even finished yet. I said, well, I can't do this no more. And uh, he was like, well, I'll be back. So he went in the bathroom to take a shower, I guess. I hurried up, put all my clothes on, and I started getting down them steps. I'm booking down them steps. And just as I was getting ready to hit the last staircase his boys were standing there and the one was like so you you trying to get with me like well, what's the deal and I'm like nah man and he grabbed my hand like he was gonna make me stay and I'm snatching away from him like nah and I hurried up and I got out of there got to the bus stop the whole ride home I'm like I don't believe I did that all of that for that I'm in pain and I'm confused. I get back to my grandma's house. I take a shower, you know, get my homework done. And I go back in the bathroom because at this time I got blood. Not my period blood, but just, you know, blood. And uh, from the broken hymen and everything, that was just like scary to me. And um, I hear the phone ring. Just as I was coming out the bathroom, my grandma answered the phone. She says, for you. And old boy's on the phone. It's like, what you leave for? You didn't even say bye. I couldn't tell him that I was scared. I couldn't tell him what I was feeling. I couldn't even tell him that, he, that I gave him my virginity. I couldn't say nothing. And he was like, well, tomorrow, you want to come back over tomorrow? I'm like, nah, I'm good. He was like, you, you sure you, you good? I said, yeah, I'm good. But I was lying. And at that point... I said, I'm not doing this no more because I, I felt so empty. I felt horrible. It was the worst experience of my life.
and it was even worse when I got to school the next day and the boys that that he chilled with that I was also cool with like we walked past each other and all four of these dudes all looked at me at the same time one of my boys had this smirk on his face because he knew what happened and you know how people talk you talk when you're in the back of the day come on man you talk you talk now and for me that experience of knowing that somebody knew what I did it didn't make me feel good and at that point I didn't even understand how come people would, would swap the stories about that you know because my experience was not a good one but um I never forget that day. And then later on that year, well, no, wasn't even later on that year. It was a couple weeks later at my job at McDonald's, downtown Pittsburgh at the point. McDonald's right across the street from the point. I asked this guy to be my prom date. Prom was a couple months away. And I didn't even ask him. I just told him. I was like, hey, man, what you doing on such and such day? He was like, nothing. I said, all right, you're going to the prom with me. And he looked at me. And I said, yeah, you're going to the prom with me. He was like, all right. Very next week, he asked me to go chill with him with one of his friends. Our first date, I'll never forget it was exactly a week after his birthday and a couple of couple of days before mine. We go to Chuck E. Cheese. Me, him, his friend, his friends, brothers and sister, whatever. We just, we were there. And I had on his pullover. I can't remember which one it was. It was a Michigan pullover. I had it on. And I got spaghetti. Well, not spaghetti. I got pizza sauce on it. And I'm going to go clean it off. And um, this guy went to Shinley High School and uh, came back, cleaned it off or whatever. And, you know, we playing games. We just acting like big kids. And we had so much fun together. And we had pagers. So we would page each other and put our little code in and let us know, hey, you know, it's me or whatever. Or I'm at this phone. Give me a call back. And I remember that first date that was a real date for me it was the craziest experience but it was so much fun and at that point I knew I had somebody special because that one time the whole time we dated for the first couple of months he never asked to have sex with me ever he never did I mean, he gave me a kiss. He would hug me or whatever. Like, we would show that affection. We would just, you know, cuddle up or whatever. But he never asked to have sex with me. And even the day I moved out of my grandma's house to go stay with one of my aunts, one of my dad's sisters over at Homewood, because I could no longer stay at my grandmother in the high rise, he came over to visit me often. And my aunt loved him, too. So did one of my cousins, and um, one of the cousins that, I, that that stayed with me too. And um, we were inseparable; like we were always together. Even though we went to different schools, we were always together. 
And people used to ask him, because he would tell me, don't you get tired of being with her all the time? Or, you know, they would ask me, don't you get tired of being with them? Like, no, nah, we were always together. But I know the day that we finally decided to, you know, physically connect, that was, uh, that was another painful day. <laughs> it was another painful day. But with him, it was, I'm sorry, we don't have to do this and you know just let me know what I'm doing wrong or whatever and you know I mean he talked to me and and everything he was just very caring you know if I was sick he was there with me you know if I was happy he was happy if I was sad he would try to make me happy if I was angry he would try to make me happy like he was just so wonderful um and pretty much everybody in my family loved this dude and I did too which led up to a couple of years later and we broke up because I went off to Indiana PA, went to school and because we were so used to being with with each other all the time that uh, us being separated, we we just couldn't do it. I was with this guy for two years and we just knew we were going to get married. We were going to have kids. I just knew it, and he just knew it. But what we didn't know was that we could not deal with being apart. All the phone calls in the world wasn't enough. You know, the sporadic visits, you know, whether he would come and see me or I would go see him, it wasn't enough because, you know, we just didn't have it like that back in the day. Yeah, I can actually say that my high school years, you know, friends, family, everything, my high school year was a trip. All four years, same high school. Had a cousin I went to school with the whole time. We've known each other since elementary school, never knew we were related. Yeah, my high school years. I'll never forget those. Wow. Anywho, I'm going in this one because uh, I'm out of things to talk about as far as high school. But all I know is me being exposed to sex, drugs, and alcohol at an early age. And yes, I did have my fair chances, and I've also did. I've also smoked weed. I've also drank. I did all of that stuff too in high school. It wasn't that much, but it was here, there, and in between. It's because I thought it was normal. But uh, not as much as when I went off to college. So anywho, I'm gonna close this one with my normal greeting. Not my greeting. I did that at the beginning but in my closing I will say stay blessed and breezy and I hope you tune in for the next one